Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Now, here's your tita, Tita Marian. It's time! <laughs> Annyeong and welcome back to Tita Talks Podcast and welcome to the K-Drama Wrap-Up episode of 2021! <laughs> Grabe, can you believe it? Just like that, tapos na naman ang isang taon. Although this year is way better than 2020 since some restrictions in some countries have been lifted or loosened. We are still in the middle of pandemic, so... And recently, some provinces in the Philippines got hit by a strong typhoon. So, I hope if we can't help our kababayan by donating goods or money, I hope we can just even say a little prayer for those that are experiencing a really hard time right now. And let us pray that 2022 would be better for everyone and finally, matapos na itong COVID because honestly, although dito sa Canada, hindi na ganun ka-strict. Pero, you know, the idea that you still have to be careful, may takot ka pa rin, you still have to wear masks for two years now. It's really depressing and it, it can get to you. And this year, kumapit talaga ako sa mga K-drama to escape for even just a little while. And as usual, hindi ako binigo ng ilang K-drama this year that really helped me to take my mind off things. Tumawa, kinilig, umiyak, kinabahan, ng gigil, nabwisit. <laughs> I have experienced so many emotions from different K-dramas this year because this 2021, we got to see so many different K-drama genre. Comparing it to 2020, ah, where most of the hit K-dramas were rom-com, like It's Okay to Not Be Okay, Crash Landing on You, Startup, etc. This 2021, there was no specific genre that really stood out. Aside from rom-com, which is always mabenta naman talaga, but this year, we had thrillers, action, crime, survival, Drama, fantasy, mystery, and so much more. We had a variety of K-drama genres which made me so happy because for me, this is another good way to show that K-drama is not just about rom-com or kilig, which is yung parang yun yung initial thoughts ng mga tao na hindi pa nanonood ng K-drama. Na that K-drama is synonymous to rom-com. No, it's not. You want saksakan galore? Meron yan. Although ang pang- <laughs> Ang pangit ng example ko, pero my point is, there is always one for you. 
you just need to ask the right people for the right K-drama suggestion. There will always be one for your taste or mood. Which is why for this year's K-drama episode, one of my main criteria in choosing my top 10 is recommendation. So this year, we are going with the three R's. Recall, recommend, replay. So yeah, that's our criteria for this year because aminin natin, saturated na ang K-drama world with new streaming apps like Disney+, Plus, which is now joining the fight for the best K-drama streaming platform. Although medyo sablay sila ng contif, but they're starting and you know Netflix releasing more and more Netflix exclusive K dramas. Kahit tambay, di kakaya ni mapanood lahat ng K drama na i-release. So sa dami ng K dramas na pinapanood natin, halos nakakalimutan mo na eh, na napanood mo na pala itong K drama. That's why for me importante ngayon yung recall. Did the K drama leave a mark? in you that you will always remember it. And if the K-drama, and if you remember this K-drama, would you love to replay it? Either the whole series or some scenes of it. Which is a good sign for me. Ah. For me, it's a good sign. And nag-enjoy ka talaga sa K-drama. And it's probably it, one of your favorite. And of course, like I said, would you recommend it to a friend? So for example, if a friend is asking you for a suggestion, would this K-drama be one of those that you would highly suggest? So those three R's are my basis for this year's top 10 ranking. And like last year's wrap-up episode, nahirapan na naman po ako. <laughs> hirap na hirap ako kasi there are really many good K-drama series this year. And my list actually does not include those that ended this December. Unfortunately, unfortunately, simula kasi, um, simula kasi December, I decided to take time off from K-drama and social media na din. Nagbawas ako because I wanted to give myself time to feel the holiday, reflect, and regroup na din because a lot has happened <laughs> To me uh, and my, our family this year. So, I wanted to give time for myself. Bawasan ko muna yung K-drama. Iwas-iwas muna ako sa pag-escape. Face the reality. Reflect on it. And regroup. So, in case na you feel na isang malaking kabastusan that a favorite K-drama of yours for this year is not on my list, it's probably because di ko pa siya natapos or napapanood. Kasi sabi ko nga, Kahit tambay na walang gagawin kung hindi manood ng K-drama, eh kukulangin pa din sa oras para mapanood lahat ng nirelease this year. But hey, you can always share naman to me your top 10 K-dramas of 2021 in case I missed anything. I posted on my social media accounts a template that you can use if you want to share your top 5 or top 10 K-drama. Again, my social media accounts is um, on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Podcast On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's at TalksTita. And don't worry, baka gumawa naman ako ng review episode for those K-drama that I missed 
this December. Because I think there's like a couple of K dramas that are really good that I wasn't able to finish. Oh, hindi ko pa napapanood yung iba. Okay? Now, simulan na natin because this is going to be a long episode again because this is the K drama wrap up episode of 2021. Hello mga kapamilya! Maswerte pakikinig! Kung gusto niyo pong lalo pang maging merry at lucky ang buhay, gawing habit ang pakikinig sa Kapalar Hans. Podcast with Master Hans Kua, your number one feng shui master in the Philippines. Itong podcast na to ay made possible by Creatives Program Incorporated, co-produced with Podcast Network Asia, and powered by Podmetrics. Listen to Kapalarhans on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan man nakikinig ng podcast. See you there, mga kapamilya! Let's start off with my number 10. Coming in at number 10 is a K-drama that not a lot of you know, but it's one of those that I highly recommend. It's the K-drama Racket Boys. So this one is a favorite of mine this year because it's so refreshing watching such a wholesome underdog story. And I really enjoyed watching it because it was light, funny, and it's my first sports K-drama na na-enjoy ko talaga. What I love about Rocket Boys is hindi lang kasi siya all about the drama behind the sports, which is usually the case in a lot of the sports K-drama that I've watched in the past. But this one, it also showed the action, the tension during a game. So, ang saya niya panoorin, and like I said in my K-drama review of it, ang tagal na since nakapanood ako ng wholesome na K-drama na yung landian ng mga kids eh appropriate sa edad nila. You know, it could be the tita in me, pero napapataas talagang kilay ko sa mga teeny bopper K-dramas na yung level of landian parang pang-adult na. Which is why ang sarap lang panoorin ng Rocket Boys. Kasi for me, ah, hindi pilit, hindi OA ang kilig. Saktong-sakto lang. And in terms of recall, for sure this is something na always maalala ko as one of the few successful sports K-drama. And as for replay, hindi masyado kasi parang pang one time lang yung kwento niya. I, I loved watching it but... I may not want to watch it again. That's why number three, number three, number ten lang. Pero I highly recommend it, which is also why pasok siya sa aking top ten list. And that's number ten, Rocket Boys. Number nine is another unique story for 2021 and that uniqueness of it is the main reason kung bakit siya pasok sa top 10 ko matindi ang recall ko sa kanya kasi the concept the concept is new to me it's the K-drama The Uncanny Counter 
This K-drama actually first aired November of 2020, pero nag-end siya kasi January 2021. So dito siya sa 2021 list ko nag-fall. Although personally, I find the drama a bit challenging to watch kasi medyo pang bagets ang concept niya. So hindi ko siya mai-recommend basta-basta or to anyone. Pero like I said, the unique concept about demon hunters or counters made it interesting to watch and talagang maalala mo siya. And although maraming loose ends for me yung story, ang ganda naman na naging flow niya. Ma-action and thrilling to watch. And there's also of course the underdog angle. So alam mo nyo naman na mabenta lagi sa atin yung mga ganong kwento. So it was really fun to watch. So, my recall and partially highly recommended that... Hi, highly recommended ko rin siya. Partially. <laughs> Mga 50% lang yung recommendation ko sa kanya. That's why it's my number 9. The Uncanny Counter. Coming in at number 8 is one that I didn't expect that will be in my list. Because noong first ko siya na pinanood... Eh, hindi ko siya masyado na-enjoy. But after doing some research about it and watching the Netflix docuseries, which is The Raincoat Killer, um, na-appreciate ko siya bigla eh. Saka ko na-appreciate yung story. It's the K-drama Taxi Driver. Like I said, nung pinanood ko siya, I did enjoy it naman, pero to me, it was like one of those K-action K-dramas that I've seen a lot. Because, yun nga, sabi ko nga, after the K-drama ended and after it, I released my epi- review episode on it, some of you told me that the story was actually largely based on true crimes in South Korea. So, I went down the rabbit hole <laughs> and really dig deep into the crime cases shown in the K-drama. Doon talaga ako nabonggahan. And so, I watched some of the episodes again and found my new appreciation for it. So, I love the maaksyon na kwento. And yun nga, the fact that they were based on real-life crimes. So, may recall eh. Pero not that much. And Taxi Driver is a K-drama that I also will recommend to those that are into action and true crimes. As for the replay category, uh, unfortunately, this is also one of those na if napanood mo na, then that's it. Kasi medyo disturbing yung mga scenes. So, I doubt that you would want to watch it again and go through the same stress. <laughs> so, replay category, medyo sablay siya. Pero, yun nga, it's, I definitely would be recommending this for anyone that are into action or true crime or crime series. And may recall siya because again, it is based, lar- largely based on true crime. So medyo may f- recall pa- uh, factor. Factor? <laughs> factor siya dun. That's number eight, Taxi Driver. 
Next is one of the only two rom-coms that made it to my list this year. Kung last year was highly dominated ng mga rom-com series ang list ko, this year, dalawa lang silang nakapasok. And number seven is Dolly and the Cocky Prince. Yes, I know, medyo shocking since the K-drama isn't really as remarkable as other K-dramas released this year. But again, this is my personal top 10, okay? <laughs> and I really enjoyed Dolly and the Cocky Prince. I think dahil nga sobrang daming variety ng K-drama ang nagsilabasan this year, I guess I got to the point na I was looking for my comfort K-drama, which is rom-com in my case. And out of all the rom-coms from this year, Dali and Cocky Prince is one of the few ones that really made me kilig, relax, and nakangiti lang all throughout the series. And it's easy and fun to watch kasi it's formulaic love story she. Like I said in my review, it's a formulaic love story. So assured ka na it's gonna be a happy ending. Walang, walang shocking twist of fate. Walang mapupugutan ng ulo or something. <laughs> Why are my examples like that right now? Anyway, this is one of those na ang sarap lang ulit-ulitin kasi talaga namang matindi yung chemistry ng mga bida. So, kilig na kilig ka habang pinapanood ulit yung mga favorite kilig moments mo. So, check na check sa replay category. And it's also something that I would recommend to those that are looking for a light K-drama or a rom-com na pwede panoorin to relax. But as for recall, unfortunately, since nga it follows the rom-com formula which has been used over and over again, it doesn't really stand out na even after two years, eh, maaalala mo pa siya. But again, I really enjoyed watching Dali and Cocky Prince, which is why it is my number seven. Now, to end the first half, half, <laughs> half of this list is my number six K-drama that I know most of you would be shocked Lalo na if you follow me on any of my social media accounts because I really love this one and I post non-stop about it when it was airing. Yes, my number six is the season two of Hospital Playlist. Please don't hate me for it. Let me explain myself, okay? First and foremost, I want to set the record straight. I love Hospital Playlist. I think every K-drama fan should watch the, se- the two seasons 
of hospital playlist. But if I'm being honest, the season two was just okay. I mean, I love I love the stories. I even think na mas may puso yung season two compared to season one. Pero kasi the thing about sequels is that the magic is not the same as when you first watched the first season of it. And gaya ng sinabi ko on my review episode of it, I think of Hospital Playlist as like, Hospital and Playlist, and we're like couples that have been married for more than 10 years now. <laughs> Yung season one was like the honeymoon stage. Sobrang may magic, sparks flying everywhere, kilig na kilig ka every time. But with season two, it's like we have matured. The love is still there, okay? Andun pa rin yung pagmamahal, it, hindi nagbago. But the understanding is the understanding is there as well. But it's not like before. I guess dumating na kami sa level of comfort and security na alam ko na if ever na magka-season 3 or umabot man ng season 20 ang series, eh, manunood pa rin ako. Kasi, wala eh. Kasal na ako sa kwento. Kasal na ako sa mismong franchise. <laughs> Kumbaga ng hospital playlist. My loyalty will always be there. Which is why for two years in a row, hospital playlist made it to my top 10k drama and i know it will always be part of my list it may not be as high as the first one which is talaga namang pag first time kasi talaga iba iba diba parang wow what is this k drama which has you know good songs performing my puso nakakaiyak yung kwento nakakakilig you know all those things are new to you. So talagang ang taas, ang taas ng level niya. And then with season 2, yun niya, we've come to the level of comfort, like, you know, house, how husband and wives are, pag matagal na, di ba, parang, an, an, wala nang masyadong kilig, pero, you still love each other. You would still be loyal. You would still have that same level of appreciation for each other. Hindi lang ganun katindi as when you were starting out you, when you're starting to date. Diba parang ganun? <laughs> anyway, and that's why it is still part of my list, but it's my number six. And that's Hospital Playlist. Now, we are at the second half of my list. And dito talaga ako pinaka nahirapan. Kasi I know this, uh, the, the five of them would surely be on my list. Pero I just don't know how to rank them. Lahat kasi sila may recall. Highly recommended. And ang sarap i-replay. So, it's just a matter of sino ang mas matindi ang mark na iniwan. Mas una mong suggest and makailang beses mong gustong ulit-ulitin. And may mga ilan na hindi ko talaga alam kung paano i-rank. And I guess, naging tie-bake tiebreaker ko dito is yung overall story and acting. Buo ba yung kwento or magulo? Um, maayos ba yung portrayal ng mga characters or sablay or OA? Parang ganon. So, I actually had to redo my list several times and I think my top 5 ranking will shock some of you because 
<laughs> and mapapataas actually yung kilay ng ilan sa inyo. But remember, it is my personal top list, okay? So my cup of tea may not be your cup of tea. Your cup of tea may not be my cup of tea. So magtubig na lang tayo. Charot! <laughs> Wale! <laughs> so anyway, after careful deliberation, here is my top 5 K-dramas of 2021. Hi, he's Chico Garcia. And he's Gino Killiamore. We're the hosts of Only Fun. In our podcast, we explore the boundaries of our pleasure. And test the limits of our pain? It's business in the front. And party in the rear? Wait, wait, what? what? Wait, we, we talk about shows that we watch that might, you know, be entertaining for everyone else, right? Yep, that's what I said. Check out our podcast, new episodes out Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> no drama, only fun. Starting off with number five is the K-drama that made the word mafia hot again. Number five is Vincenzo. One of the many action K-dramas that I love this year. What sets Vincenzo apart, aside sa napakapoging mafia corn salad, <laughs> played by Opa Song Jong Ki, what sets it apart is the comedy aspect of it. Konti lang kasi for me yung sus- successful in combining the two genres in a series. Meron kasi ng ilan na starts off ng ma-action. Tapos biglang nawala yung action na nagustuhan mo, yung thrilling actions, because it focused more on the comedy aspect. And the other way around, some K-dramas would start really funny and then biglang magsaseryoso, puro na lang saksakan, jumbagan, yung mga ganun. So, for me, Vincenzo was consistent in balancing the two genres. And what I also love about Vincenzo is that it created the most iconic evil villains of this generation. Oh my God. Though I'm bad with names, okay? Hindi ko maalala yung character names nila. But every time na nakikita ko si Octakeon, naaalala ko talaga yung villain character niya. Super iconic niya. Super iconic nila nung, nung attorney na pinsan ata sa mother's side ni Satanas. Sobrang memorable for me na actually, mas naaalala ko sila when someone mentions Vincenzo to me. Unfortunately, <laughs> mas naaalala ko sila rather than Vincenzo himself. <laughs> Hindi ko alam kung bakit. Basta ganun. Ganun katindi yung impact nila. Sobra kasi talaga ako nanggigil sa kanila eh. So, definitely, Vincenzo has a recall. Maybe for the wrong reason. Kasi nga, mas naalala ko siya for the contrabida. Pero may recall pa din eh. Yun yung point. May recall. ba? And I would highly recommend it. Pero maybe not to the young ones. Kasi nga, medyo pang indie 
indie level yung action scenes niya. So, more, more, dugo. <laughs> Very graphic actually. Medyo na, na-shock ako dun kasi it's portrayed as like a, a comedy action series, right? Pero yung yung action series niya, medyo, uy, medyo parang pang voice, yung mga parang bad, bad guys, yung mga pang level talagang purely action, yung ganun. So, hindi ko siya may recommend kanino sa, to everyone, parang ganun. Medyo rated SPG yung ilang action scenes for me. So, that's why it is my number five, Vincenzo. Number four is one of the many Netflix exclusive K-dramas released this year. I mean, this 2021, pinaulanan talaga tayo ni Netflix ng maraming series. And among those are the short K-dramas that you can finish in a day. Although I do not recommend that, but they are. They are. Kasi most of them are like 6 to 10 episodes. And all the episodes were already available when it was released. So, readily available for us to binge watch. No need to wait for next week for the new episode. So, if you want, you can watch it in a day. Which again, I don't recommend. And among those is a K-drama that I personally did not even think I would watch. Because I hate Iyakan. Pero sobra akong na-intriga sa concept niya. So, I watch it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Number four is Move to Heaven. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, alam mo na as much as possible, umiiwas talaga ako sa mga nakakaiyak na k-drama. And ang lagi kong rason is that madrama na kasi yung totoong buhay ko. So, ayoko magdrama pa on my free time. But like I said, sobrang naintriga ako sa story niya, which is about thro- thro- trauma cleaners. <laughs> trauma cleaners. And... 
mapuso din yung story eh. Merong mga drama kasi na the purpose is to make you is just to make you cry. So papaulan na lang ka ng breakdown scenes and usually you cry kasi nadala ka sa iyak ng mga characters nung nagbe-breakdown sila. Yun nga, breakdown scenes. But but with Move to Heaven, wala siyang masyadong breakdown scenes eh. Actually, mas naiyak ako dun sa mga scenes na kalmado. Because the scene, the lines, just hits you. And when you When you try to grasp the situation, understand the story behind the deaths of those people, you'll just find yourself crying. Kahit yung mga bida, di naman umiiyak. Ikaw, umiiyak. Kasi talagang damang-dama mo. Tagos na tagos. Iba. Iba talaga yung tama. Which is why Move to Heaven is a highly recommended K-drama of mine. It's a K-drama that is very unique that I will remember it for a long time. But as for replay, personally, no. Kasi, yun nga, mabigat siya. Mabigat yung mga scenes, so masakit sa puso eh. Pero mahal na mahal ko itong Move to Heaven, which is again my number four. Number three is the other half of the only two rom-coms that made it to my list this year. And despite the controversies after the series ended, there is no denying that this K-drama was still a favorite of this year. And I think ang ilan sa inyo have this as your number one. It's the K-drama Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Though it also follows the rom-com formula, the difference between hometown cha-cha-cha and Dolly and Kaki Prince is the music, the location, which is new for some because this is one of the few K-dramas that was set in a rural area and naging hip, and of course, the actors. This is one of the highly anticipated K-dramas of this year because it's pagbabalik ni Shinmina on a small screen, which is for several years, hindi siya gina- gumagawa ng K-drama. And also, actually, this is the main thing, why it's highly anticipated. It's the first solo lead role of Kim Sonho after giving us a major second lead syndrome from last year's K-drama startup. After niya pakiligin at guluhin yung mga puso, i-divide yung mundo into two teams last year, Finally, he gets to, you know, lead in his very own rom-com K-drama. And hindi naman tayo binigo in terms of the story. Hindi naman siya yung pucho-pucho K-drama lang that only relied on the idea na pagbabalik ito ni Shinmina and that it, this is 
banking on the um, popularity of Kim, so- Kim Son-ho, di ba? Hindi siya pucu-pucung story. Hindi siya something na nag on the big stars na cast niya. The story was also full of lessons in life, lalo na on mental health. That's one thing that I love about it. Pero, syempre, the main asset of the K-drama, the main reason why I love this one, is the on-screen chemistry of the leads. Sobrang kilig po. Sobrang kilig talaga ng mga eksena. And, yun nga, ang sarap ulit-ulitin niya. But, same issue with Dolly and Kaki. The problem with formulaic rom-com K-drama is that marami ng katulad mo na nagdala din ng kilig. So, I can't really say na hometown cha-cha-cha would pop up in my mind immediately if someone, for example, asked me to recommend a ro- good rom-com K-drama in like two or three years from now. But for now, this year... Sobrang nangibabaw ng hometown cha-cha-cha among all the rom-coms of 2021. Which is why it's my number three, hometown cha-cha-cha. Now, we are down to my final two and I think you already have an idea kung anong k-drama ito. Well, let me surprise you by saying that my number two is actually... Squid Game. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, I know it's the biggest K-drama of this year. Yes, I know that this K-drama brought brought huge fame for Korea. Etong K-drama talaga ang naglagay sa Korea sa mapa because as of November 2021, it is officially Netflix's most watched series of all time. It has surpassed the series um, Money Heist, Bridgerton, nilagpasan niya yan. And the stars of the series were also featured in several U.S. shows, so which is a first in the K-drama world. K-pop, yes, I know they have been featured several times in several U.S. shows. Maraming beses, maraming groups. But this is the first for a Korean series, for a K-drama. Ganun katindi ang impact ng Squid Game. So, I guess your question now is, why is it my number two and not my number one? <laughs> well, because although it's a K-drama that I will never ever forget because of the concept and the amazing set, acting, and even the music, but for me, it's hard to recommend to any. It's hard for me to recommend it to anyone, because for the same reason that I love it, 
the story. Survival kasi siya eh. Survival K-drama. And very brutal. SPG galore. Yung <laughs> most of the scenes. So, a lot of consideration should be made before suggesting this one. Because I don't want to shock those na hindi sanay sa ganitong mga type of K-drama. Hindi ko rin pwedeng isuggest sa mga bagets kasi may huh, the toilet scene, hindi rin. <laughs> hindi rin siya madaling i-digest yung story because yun nga, very gruesome yung kwento niya. Nagpapatayan for money, di ba? So, ang hirap niya i-recommend for first-timers and hindi rin siya one of those K-dramas that you would want to watch over on and over because very stressful siya. Na-stress talaga ako sa kanya. I I mean, I loved it when I watched it the first time. I, yeah, actually, I just only watched it once. I loved it when I was watching it, but I will not, I will not subject myself to that same level of stress again. Kahit alam ko na yung ending, okay? Hindi ko talaga gusto yung mapanood ulit yung barilan, yung saksakan, yung... Oh my God! Nope. Ayoko na. That's, that's it. One time lang. And that's actually my main reason why it is not my number one, but my number two. That's Squid Game. Now, before we talk about my number one K-drama, I just want to say that there were actually a lot of K-dramas na magaganda din this year. But it just so happens that I only need to 10, 10 um, K-dramas. But if I had more i mean if i had to add more for sure pasok ang ilan sa mga favorite ko like yumi's cells which is very unique and memorable then because of it combines animation to the story although hindi pa completely sold sa story kasi nga may season 2 pa siya so hindi ko pa siya medyo na appreciate ng toro <laughs> ng toro <laughs> but yeah it's one of my favorite this year as well and then my name it, very intriguing yung kwento. Happiness, which I'm still in the middle of watching, kaya hindi ko pa siya natatapos kasi it actually ended middle of December, so hindi ko pa nako-complete. And, pero kilig na kilig ako sa kanya. Kilig na kilig ako and at the same time, stressed. <laughs> stressed na naman po ako, pero mas nangibabaw yung kilig, actually. And so many more. But among all the K-dramas of 2021, my number one is the K-drama that I will highly recommend. I will highly recommend. Easy to watch. Nakakakilig. Talaga naman. Nakakatawa. Memorable. And ang sarap ulit-ulitin. Whether ang buong series or some scenes of it. Sarap ulit-ulitin. Yes, it is Mr. Queen. It actually first aired December last year, pero it ended this February, so I consider it as a 2021 K-drama. And although body swapping is not really a new concept, well, at least sa ating mga tito and tita na nakapanood ng Secret Garden, it's not new, but the story about the romance of the king and the queen na sinapian ng kaluluwa ng isang playboy from the future it's really unique for me. It, it's hard to forget. 
And, you know, check na check sa recall. And despite knowing na pareho silang lalaki, okay, Mr. Queen was able to build a chemistry na both nakakakilig and nakakatawa kasi kasi nga aware ka na lalaki yung queen so <laughs> tiba nakakaloka and oh my god the comedic timing of everyone in the show was really good pag tu- sumisigaw sila ng mama <laughs> tawang tawa pa rin ako the music is also very in theme with the um whole concept which is parang lokohan lang talaga nakakatawa din yung music Madali lang kasi, madali din siyang is-digest. Yun, isa din yun sa mga factor na nagustuhan ko sa Mr. Queen. Madali din siyang i-digest. So you can recommend it to anyone, young or old, new to K-drama or K-drama addicts. And of course, sa sobrang saya mo lang na pinapanood siya, you'll find yourself wanting to replay it over and over. Ako, every time na napapadaan siya sa newsfeed ko or makikita ko yung clips niya sa IG, I really watch it. No matter how many times I've seen, for example, yung scene na nalaman nilang buntis na yung queen. <laughs> oh my God, iniisip ko palang natatawa na ako. I, I still laugh. It always makes me laugh or at least smile. Talagang overall, good vibes lang talaga siya from start to finish and even now, na ilang months na after its finale. Natatawa pa rin ako sa kanya. Masaya pa rin ako sa kanya. Kinikilig pa rin ako sa kanya. It's the same emotion. And that's one thing that sets Mr. Queen apart from every other K-dramas that I've seen or watched this year. May ganong factor siya eh. And yun, yun, yun nga, the overall positive vibes from the K-drama is the main reason why, despite of it not being as famous as Squid Game, It's my number one K-drama of 2021. And there you have it. Those are my top 10 K-dramas of this year. And like always, I am so excited for the upcoming K-dramas for 2022. Next year, we are anticipating both new K-dramas and sequels of some of the K-dramas from this year. There's a talk about a sequel for Taxi Driver. Um, there's definitely a sequel for Yumi Cells. Uh, meron din ata ng Hello uh, Strangers from Hell. I, uh, wait, ho- Sweet Home ata. I, I can't remember, pero I just recently saw the update or news about it. But anyway, oh my God, there's so many K dramas upcoming that are coming. So, samahan yu parin sa nako next year, okay? And don't forget to share your top 10 or top 5 K dramas. By tagging me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, it's at TalksTita. I would love to know what K-dramas made it to your list. This K-drama wrap-up episode. And with that, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope this 2022 will be better. Way, way better. for all of us and sana matapos na itong COVID kasi pagod na pagod na ako. <laughs> Good night kids. I love you Bruno Mars.
Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes.